Happy comic book day, and thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados to U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 5, Two Topics, 60 Minutes for the People. I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics, and I am hemorrhaging to death. And while he dies, I just lay in wait as the sea Oh, of U.S. Comics, a.k.a. God damn, this Snyder Cut's finally coming out. <laughs> boom, 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 bakasha. Alamalahey uh, hamahaniho. None of that. Uh, that's all. None, none of, of that is real. approved by corporate. None, none of those that's are real. That's a giant denied stamp from I above. Honest, I don't even love the COO moniker. I feel like I don't deserve it. How, how you doing on this beautiful comic book day? Uh, well, my you know, Charlie, I bleed for this. Um, so all the technical issues that we might have had at the very open, notwithstanding, I am super duper excited to kick off chapter two, episode five, because, ooh, Charlie, I don't know about yourself, but there is good, good, good stuff on the horizon. Oh, I, not only do I know there's good stuff, I am itchy to talk about stuff that's not even my topic. That's, uh, that's so, fair. So a couple weeks ago, I sat down, I rewatched Black Panther, and mm. it's it's one of those movies that I'm obsessed with Killmonger. Not only the actor who plays him, not only the character as written, just everything about him as a modern day yeah cinematic he's villain. a villain so you're like oh this is <laughs> exactly. ooh, this is for me he's getting heel heat he's talking all sorts of shit call calling the the queen of wakanda auntie <laughs> just disrespectful um but i wound up texting you kind of very excited and i was like is this for some reason in my head i had it stuck that more than anything else my dear brother the ceo of us comics absolutely hated when like a villain was kind of just the hero, but like evil. In my head, I could have sworn we had hundreds of hours under our belts about talking about like, oh, a, bad, a, a bad Black Panther, ooh. So I like texted you being like, it was as close to you're wrong, <laughs> yes. asshole. Let's fight about like, this. <laughs> smack across the head. Quite literally, Back I'm like- hand to the chops. I go, is he the only, and you go, and I, when I tell you to put down my phone, I had to make sure that I wasn't in the Bernstein Bears universe <laughs> as opposed to the Bernstein Bear universe that I think I live in. And you're just like, oh no, when done well, it's like one of the greatest things. Like, so, huh. so, so that... this burger, shut the fuck up, is from McDowell's, exactly, not from McDonald's, like I thought. Exactly. So I wound up like when I say <laughs> last week, you brought up the fact that every week we like use each other as just random check-ins to be true. like i imagine you're losing your mind doing your nine to five so did you know pokemon a pokemon card sold <laughs> for 83 billion dollars so i had all the fucking wind taken out of my sails when you were like not only is killmonger a great villain a lot of doubles are great <laughs> villains but i finally can revisit wakanda because it is in fact forever because did you hear about the ryan coogler the director and writer disney plus series we're getting 
presumably not only Black Panther 2 Electric Boogaloo, but we're also getting like Tales from Wakanda. I'm so geeked out. What, did did you hear about this? You already read about this. If I so, did. what's your initial thought? Our yeah. boy Ryan's back at it, man. Well, well, here's the thing, and and this was my understanding of it. Uh, it was specifically so we're getting Black Panther two. However, that's gonna look. However, they're gonna take the story arc. I, I trust them implicitly, specifically as a creator, a Coogler. You know, he can't be fucked with. So black the the sequel to Black Panther. Take that, Charlie. Wrap it up with some bubble wrap that you get like a, a thousand uh, toy deliveries a day in. Put it up on the shelf like you have everything else arranged beautifully, uh, and and leave that out of the conversation because this specific deal is above and beyond Black Panther two. That that was my main thing I took away from it. It's specifically a Disney Plus TV deal. It's a it's an exclusivity deal. It's for five years. Five, just like this is episode five, this is five years of Coogler that we have walking hand in hand with the mouse himself. And um, so so at this point now, we can really only kind of uh, guess as far as what some of these projects are going to be. And fucking now, guessing I'm going to do. Well, that's the thing, too. So, <laughs> so logic dictates, at least in my case... Um, I mean, something he has to give, he has to put out some kind of ongoing TV iteration within the Black Panther verse. No, I, I mean, well, the, everything I read was like this. He's signed to that five year creative contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I further read from admittedly, it's speculation. But part of that deal is, of course, Black Panther, too. He's going to uh, presumably at least write it, but also uh, I heard all but definitely would direct it. It would seem crazy if he didn't. He has such a very specific style. Yeah. And two, this Wakanda ongoing series, he would kind of John Favreau. So he may not direct every episode, right. but he's going to be in charge of like, yeah, well, you can direct. Yeah, yeah you can that, come That's the, the Mandalorian recipe now. So oh. you have someone kind of minding the ship. You have someone as the, the the man of the van, so to speak, right, uh, overseeing everything, and then you bring in the specialists as either the episode or the subject matter kind of uh, calls for. Um, but one of the things that now, like I said, from what I understood, it's five projects, or rather, it's a five year uh, five year deal. But the the uh, Black Panther two. Again, that was going to happen regardless. This is above and beyond. Yeah. So, so right away you start kind of uh, guessing. Well, where, where, where is he going to take us? I mean, there's a lot of meat on the proverbial Marvel bone. I mean, did anything come to mind specifically that you wanted to see? You know, the the first thing that popped into my mind because I I have like a billion and five ideas that I'm hoping wind up somewhere in Black Panther uh, two. Right. But if this is a Wakanda series which to me reads more of a Black Panther sub-universe series. What I mean by that is Black Panther's part of the Marvel Universe. All of his characters are part of them. But this, proper. I imagine... The, the universe focus... proper. It's exactly. not a Spider-Verse situation. Exactly. I imagine that this series is going to get to focus on some of the characters that make up that world. Um, and, and that world just expanded in a huge way because the last thing that we saw T'Challa do 
as the Black Panther was, yeah, we're bringing our technology. We're going to specifically, we're going to go to the shittiest areas right. and we're going to let them be these kind of, you, again, bringing hover technology to Harlem isn't, I want to see what that looks like. I want to see what it looks like when they tear down that building and they build it up as this beautiful kind of. First uh, of all, let me just center. go ahead and say that Harlem right now, you do want to see it because it is just, it is just one after the other million dollar brownstones. Well, yeah. Harlem is a spot to be. And um, my my uh, my suspicion is that they're gonna go a little bit further uptown. But um, yeah, no, absolutely. And and obviously having the the kind of like the 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 high chair, so to speak, to look over the entire uh, you know whatever projects that they put into the pipeline specifically for Disney Plus. Um, I mean, there are certain things that that I definitely want to see. I don't know if you remember a couple of episodes ago, I was geeked out on the audio play uh, of Sandman. Yes, right. I caught it, it on for, Audible for two more. It's um, it was unbelievable. The cast was out of this freaking world. Um, so so you know, I you know, I have about two hours worth of walks that I need to give my monsters throughout the day, like spread out over several walks. But um, that's that's two hours of like, trudging through the snow and through the sleet, picking up poop, you know, here and there. And uh, so I, I do a lot of listening. I I do books on tape on that walk, like separately from when I tuck myself to bed at night. <laughs> um, Sandman was was one of those. Charlie, specifically within the Black Panther universe, their <laughs> sins of the king. Exist within the Black Panther universe. Uh, again, it's on their uh, their their cereal box. Um, it's a, it's an audio comic. It's unbelievable. I mean, obviously they they really kind of set us up for what to expect with like uh, um, Thor, Metal Gods, and uh, there was a dope Jessica Jones on there playing with fire. Yes. Um, there's a, a. I'm not particularly a huge fan of Black Widow. She's okay. I'm not a Black Widow hater. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, she's something kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. Dude, hers was dope. I cannot wait to see or to hear, I should say. Um, now, and and you know, th this this is a series also. This obviously exists within this Black Panther mythos. Yeah. And um, uh, similarly, it's characters that haven't had the specific spotlight uh, shown on them uh, prior, and it's it's all it's female characters. Um, Sins of the King, if they end up taking this uh, um, uh, audio comic, audio play, whatever you want to call it, um, and and using that, adapting that to the to to you know to one of his projects, I'll I'll lose my mind. That'll be well, out of you, control. You know what rules about Marvel, specifically the cinematic stuff, is part of the brilliance is they take from everything yeah they are they are the the kind of like p diddy of of entertainment because <laughs> they take stuff they know works the sampling stuff and they yeah, exactly right they take a little bit of this a little bit of that so there's no way something as as meaty and good as that won't be kind of brought in but also the beautiful thing about a series on Disney Plus, if we're learning anything from WandaVision, where the rules and the kind of constraints have been so lifted, it yeah. really feels like it's the bet. It's that thing I always beg, like let someone have a passion idea and let them just try it. 
Worst case scenario, everyone's gonna fucking watch it anyway. Um, so you might as well make a WandaVision. What's cool is Kugler has cast Killmonger 63 times. Michael B. Jordan is in so many of Kugler's projects. You could jump back five years before the events of Black Panther. I, of course, want to see this badass when he was, again, that character is so interesting and fueled by what 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 was his reaction when he saw t'challa in the events of civil war like there are moments there are these tiny little moments strewn throughout the marvel universe that you could just take a moment in time and be like tell me a story now tell me the the tell me a a a shuri story just give me an hour of a story with her the possibility. If you're gonna do that, do it quick endless. before she gets canceled, because she's she's working very hard to oh, take herself out of the limelight. God forbid she imply anyone should like look into something. It wasn't even like whatever. Uh, uh, I'm leave, go- leave that on the table because yeah. I don't want to have to get into a back and forth with you fair, and tell you about fair. how you're wrong. I'm just um, upset because originally that's who I wanted to take the throne. I thought the natural progression well, of that story. I mean that that that's the common. I think kind of like the 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 common belief of what to expect right now also she's like the brains behind the operation anyway she honestly whereas again, uh you know Kugler, feel free to give me a call bud because <laughs> if you were to go down that road in the series like you could tell a nice chunk of that and by the time you get to black panther 2 she could be like the first black panther like iron man because if she doesn't have the 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 heart herb because that all got burnt up. Is she just going to lean into You could replace Iron Man and Black Panther with one dope character. Well, That's I mean, how you do a female Riri Iron Man. Riri Williams it. would probably have something to say about that. Get out of here. Riri stinks. Oh, first of all. She has a cool haircut. Everything else can. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ironheart. Shut up. Jeez, Stupid please. Ironheart. But Kid is, is tough, there. Man. <laughs> I feel like there's almost no wrong direction if you told me that it was an anthology series and every episode was going to focus on a previous black panther sign me up if you told me it was going to be just modern day what is happening well that's with, the thing too their... it's a period of time that so who knows you know we're we're speaking as if we're limiting him to one project that's not the case at all that's also he might true. come to the table with multiple projects multiple creative teams i this is what i want to do it's a voice that's the great thing that they're doing right now is they're recognizing vibrant voices that have something to say and not limiting them to like okay well you can tell a story you know patronizingly like okay you can have this character and the you know and the sub characters that go along with that property but you can't touch anything else who's in essence he's got an open book who's another character or another franchise or another team that you think just drips waiting for 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 kugler's voice well you know have a very specific voice that absolutely and and obviously i mean his cut his teeth with marble with the black panther whole mythos um so yeah that's that's what i was saying i want to see him take on the adaptation of sins of the king because that's gotcha. the other thing is that you're going to be able to really kind of expand upon that also and you can spin stuff off from there because it's per, it's it's populated with strong awesome interesting female characters which you know marvel is just hungry for right now yeah, I, especially I, on disney plus yeah i would love love 
in a world where we know we're gonna get the mutants and i'm in a world i'm sure i'm sure they have plans but when i think of like who okay who's another character i want this specific voice to take an at bat with how great would his name or uh anything be that would be that's that's a character who has this sort of like pit of rage that a lot of people can identify with well you're you know you're going to be introducing sooner rather than later look at what he did i mean he got your he got your nips fully erect for what he did with killmonger and the thing about it and and i not to make your argument for you <laughs> i um, like it it makes it like if but, i was a prosecutor i'd be like go on yeah tell him tell him please um the the thing about and 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 this goes back to what how you introduced uh this little chat the villains that are justifiably fucking pissed you don't have to sit back and say i completely agree with what you did in the museum of natural history uh no i'm not saying that but i understand why you did it like I understand where that rage, like what's stoking the fires of that rage. I'm just saying he needs to learn how to act. Take a minute, you know, call your therapist, you know, put in a session, work it out, man. You, you don't got to do it like that, bro. Come it's, on. It's terrible because I always like one fun thing about the internet is like, if you have an opinion, a billion people agree with you specifically <laughs> on like Twitter. Um, but for some reason, whenever I think of like these projects that Kugler might be working on, I, the first thought I have is like, who's a character that like has some rage and I, Charlie like, Rivera. Yeah. The, the, that Marvel series, no one would watch. Um, but also, could you imagine if he got to bring Magneto into the, the Marvel universe? You know whether or that not be, he's going to be, be kind of tough because dad. you're 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 talking about now. You Magneto can't roll up Dolo like Magneto. Oh, of course, he's coming thick. He's coming I'm through. Just saying, like five years is a long time. We're gonna see this stuff. Yeah, I think sooner than later, and I'm I'm here for it. Even if they needed someone to to, uh, depending on where on, on where Wanda lands, there's something ultimately very very interesting about his writing style because he was able to write so many different and i guess every good writer probably can do it uh it seems more difficult than than other times i appreciate it thank movies. you no 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 not oh. uh, not for you what? go ahead hand that compliment back still talking huh. about how great kugler is uh they're just can i the jump fact on board that, that he was able to craft so many different types of characters it's endless who i would love to see him uh you know take a take a stab at all right all right duly noted we well, got it i'm just saying if he's like hiring like a production assistant or if he needs a personal nah. assistant he doesn't rude and he's not looking your direction well he might he might <laughs> john tell me what is uh to do the world's biggest swerve uh, or or to change lanes going 95 miles an hour when it's What's... snowing like this you steer into the skid my friend not me we have different goals <laughs> we have different goals i start spinning i'm like hard turn extra Hands gas it's the most fun like I... six flags yeah looking for the camera so you can take a funny picture to go pick it up after the ride is over nice what's I'm going bored. on in the... uh, i'm sleeping <laughs> uh. What's going on in the world of U.S. comics oh, this Charlie. week, my friend? The pencils and the styluses, 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 styli are they are flowing. They are flowing like milk and honey. Um, it's it, on the production side. 
Uh, it has been it's been a busy time. I'll, I'll put it that way, but productive. What's interesting about the creative part of it is, you know, we're at the stage of the game now, like a finish line as far as kind of show me mine, I'll show you yours type of situation. The, 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 flip that around. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're we're at the point now where we can really see the finish line for that. So there's a to do list. Um, but even now, as I'm working through particular uh, pieces of art uh, that we're going to put up there, certain things spring to mind. And it's like, the, hey, you know what would be cool? I don't know if there's if they make it. Maybe the Apple has like an eye version of it, like some kind of clamp, a creative clamp, because not only have I been spitting out the to do list that I have uh, kind of uh, taped, taped to the desk perpetually but the once this is done get to this list is growing and growing and growing sincerely i can say now that we have more characters on the save for later list than are remaining on the to do list that's unreal. So it is it is such, such a great time again we have a new a uh, teaser, uh, new black and white teaser uh, just about to hit. So obviously everybody wants to keep their peepers peeled for that one uh, so they can see if they can figure out uh, who's around the bend. Um, but I love theories. Stay excited. Stay Especially excited, when cause... they're just super wrong. Well, I, uh, I remember you have a lot this... of experience with it. That's true. One of my favorite teasers is the Reaper teaser. And that's like a character that like, that was in No Mercy for, for the Nintendo 64, a version of that character. I remember that teaser. They were like, is that some sort of mutant arm? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's nothing I love more than a, a bad guess. Uh, so we definitely want to hear those bad guesses. All yeah. of our stuff. There's no such found. thing as a stupid question, but there is such a thing as a stupid answer. That's so true. by all means, throw out your opinions, but just be ready to be ridiculed mercilessly it's true and you can find that on instagram us comics hq but my brother i That's just right. lied a second ago i said Liar. the thing i like more that's false because the thing I do like more is me starting your clock so you tell oh, me when you're already sucker butt I will tell you this before a topic happens Han shot first oh wait Han shot first Salute. cheers Woo! Now I'm ready. I did that Talk wrong. <laughs> I did that recipe wrong. <laughs> not, not a, it's not a it's not a bump. What are you doing? Start the clock, druggie. And started. Here we go. All right. So um we have to I have to admit something right now. As admitted Superman super fans, we sometimes and, and this is a, a little bit of an admission. So once again, um, uh, hopefully uh, the counselor is uh, is paying attention. Um, we can be hard on the bat, right? Poor True. Batman. Poor Batman. He gets he gets movie after movie after movie, but subsequently he takes abuse, more abuse, a little bit more abuse. Left at the altar, uh, you know, blamed in Wuhan for starting the whole virus, like. The bat cannot catch a break, but the fact of the matter is, he is a dope character. Yeah. Now, something something that I was thinking about was, uh, well, uh, friend Jordan, 
I, I, I credit where credit's due. Uh, friend Jordan um, of the How About This podcast, but also a seated board member here at U.S. Comics. Um, he and I were, were chatting a little bit when we were both supposed to be working, and we were talking <laughs> about some of the Batman mythos that has the carryover. Uh, one of the things about the Bat, which I love, mainly because he and I have this in common, is our unabashed love of the fox. The bat loves the fox, and I am talking about none other than El Zorro. So in in it, it's canon. It's undisputably canon in every iteration that we've gotten, with the exception of Batman Begins, which is part of the reason why we... The opera? The opera? Come on, man. Also, Come like, on. he's clear... Uh, what? Uh, like, it makes me mad, because if it's Zorro or any sort of, like, masked vigilante... It's Zorro. burnt in his mind. It's, it's specifically Zorro. But I'm saying, to like, the point where what, did even, they not have money all of a sudden? No, like, even, we can't afford? Get even now, okay, it's because that movie, and Jordan referred to it properly, he said it was Sucks. apologetically realistic, right? Like, they had to justify every stupid little thing, which cer certain aspects of it, nobody even questioned in the first place. Like, oh, okay, whatever. But that's not my point. What if it was point. that second Zorro move, like the modern... Antonio Banderas. All right. First Zorro of all, there's movie. there's like a hundred Zara movies. So bite your stupid tongue for even implying that there's so few. But yes, I'm sure that in the future we're gonna get like in in 2072, Batman and his his, his soon to be murder family. They just saw Antonio Banderas <laughs> like at a like an anniversary spectacle. The mom's but, all sweaty. She got the vapors. Well, you know, not just her. <laughs> so. Um, again, Zorro inspired Batman, the character, much the same way that Zorro, the character, inspired the creation of Batman. Like that's something that they speak about, which is very meta. You know what I mean? Like to to be <laughs> to be turned on to a concept by one particular character. And granted, it was an amalgamation of several characters. There's a little bit of shadow in there. There's you know there there's there's several pulp heroes. That went went into making the bat, but one of them, and largely was Zorro, and they then they went ahead and they wrote them. That was like a Stephen King move, like writing himself <laughs> into a book. You're like, holy, sh this is you. What are you, what are you doing? Anyways, so they write it into the to the Batman mythos, the canon that his creation, his self creation of Batman, is largely inspired by Zorro. So you got to admit, like. When it comes down Damn to it, it, you got to know, like, if you're going to leave your mark, whoosh, whoosh, it's going to last. You know, you got to be careful with whom you leave these marks. I you gotta regret be buying you that. Well, you know, I'm sure that's not the first <laughs> nor the last time you'll say something like that. But it did get me thinking. This is one of those, I don't know, maybe it's rare. Maybe I haven't put enough thought into it. But this is one of those circumstances where the inspiration for a character I am just as much into as the resulting character. So oh. if this was biblical times, uh, Zorro begat Batman. And then Batman begat 152 Robins and so on and so forth. And I like that Robin, so. 
there you go. So this is where this is where you come into the story. So I, I really started kind of thinking about well, what other um what other character inspirations were floating floating around out there that either I had never thought about or that I'm like, I freaking love. I've never put the two and two together to be to realize that holy shit, yeah, that's that's like a direct. I can see I can see the connection. Now we're not talking about lampooning characters. We're not talking about straight just copycat characters because that stuff can all go out the window as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm talking about like a sincere inspiration for a character creation. And Charlie, when I really started thinking about it, man, they are they are out there. Now I'm gonna throw it to you almost immediately because there's one specifically that I know is on the tip of your tongue. Um, you you talk about these. I hope I'm playing the game the, right. I, well, I'll, I'll throw you a little clue yes, to the, lifeline. I, yep. <laughs> these heroes on the half shell absolutely are largely inspired by. In in some ways, they do. <laughs> they're they, arguably in the same universe. I'm well. I'm saying that they they're on the fine line. They're on the sewer grate of parody except yeah. for the fact that there's like nothing fucking funny about them if you remove the saturday morning cartoon from the equation they're dead serious so charlie throw them out there who's yes. your inspiration and you love them both so, and i and i do truly love them equally <laughs> so that's like the greatest example ever however uh some people may not realize that your favorite as john said heroes in a half shell the teenage mutant ninja turtles that were changed by radioactive sludge it's the same sludge that blinded and gave Matt Murdock his sonar vision. That's why the Ninja Turtles fight the foot is because good old Matt Murdock fights the hand. Uh, one of my favorite one things ever one. is they straight up, I forget the artist. I don't remember if it ever showed up in a real comic book or if it was just an extremely talented fan, but it's literally like Matt Murdock on his knees holding his eyes that just got the goo splashed in it and the goo is dripping down the sewer and landing on a bunch of stupid <laughs> turtles uh it is my favorite thing that when they imagine the ninja turtles as this way over the top violence they were trying to one-up daredevil who just from day one i don't care about all, and I know we just said we like him more than we like to admit, but Batman being like, I don't kill people, but I paralyzed a few, eat a bag of dicks. Daredevil was doing that for like way before you decided it was cool. And by extension of that, the Ninja Turtles were like, what if we had four <laughs> martial artists and like not maiming, straight up acing people? Spoiler alert for you a comic be that's a old ninja? as hell. And walk away from many altercations where the other guy's like gonna tell him, boy, boy, I had a rough day today at work, honey. Woo! It These literally took kick my ass. It took like a half an issue for them to kill Shredder. That is a spoiler alert for a very old comic. They were like, This is Shredder. Doesn't he look cool? Tough. He's dead. Yeah, sorry about you that, don't mess man. with my boys. Yeah, when they were all wearing red bandanas like badasses. They were I mean, they, had, they couldn't wear other colors, John. The <laughs> blood wouldn't wash out. It's a valid point. Their and also, like, was red or doo doo brown. They live. Blood. They, they live in the sewer. They don't have that much change for the laundromat. Like, you gotta you gotta kind of work with what you got. Now, what's interesting is, 
and did a little did a little bit of a, a deep a dive on it. Sleuthing. So so obviously we can say that this is like a direct correlation. And and um, you know, they make no bones about it. They talk about how, yes, this was clearly inspired by um Matt Murdoch's adventures, um, yellow tights notwithstanding. <laughs> but um certainly Daredevil had to also have uh, an origin too at some point like well so my understanding beget begets the turtles and if you want to educate me though sure. my understanding has always been time. that that's true that's how i've coasted through 35 years baby you're welcome uh, and going i'm sorry 36 so i'm asking for more uh my understanding was they at one point beloved grandfather of all things good stan lee marvel was like Fuck you, you're not allowed to work on Spider-Man anymore. And instead of crying about it, he was like, I'll fucking make another Spider-Man. Screw you guys. That was my understanding, was that Daredevil, if anything, was a quasi-derivative of uh, of Peter. Well, you know what? We can look at that set of circumstances and say, this is clearly a, a why. But if I told you that there was a, a character out there, I don't know, let's say maybe the character was like... A, a district attorney, like a lawyer, right? Okay. Uh -huh. Um, who gets blinded and disfigured from acid. So he, he leaves the job and he takes up the cloaked crime fighter mantle, takes it to the streets. I mean, you would kind of say, like at first I thought you were talking about Two Face. I'm huh. like, John, Two Face is nothing like Daredevil Stupid. Well, I mean, you know who is though? Black Bat. So Black Bat. Was a um, was a, a pulp hero running I've, around with some bat wings and yeah. a gun, and um, you know, and you might say, well, Doc, uh, Daredevil, uh, you know, maybe Doctor Midnight, um, you know, the the first blind superhero that that we can speak of, and um, look, you know, Black Bat comes before these dudes, so everything has a beginning. I and didn't was, realize that, yeah. that. I didn't realize pulp he was character. blind. Nor did I realize he worked in the legal system. It was a it was a pulp character, and here's the thing. And this is another thing. Friend Jordan and I were texting about was like the path to immortality is evolution, right? Nothing that if you want a concept, and I'm not talking about like well specifically Daredevil, specifically Matt Murdock, specifically Zorro, specifically Batman, specifically Ungats, whatever you know, fill in the blank. Yeah, that, that concept can last forever, but it does need to go through those certain evolutions. Now, obviously, again, number one on our list of characters that we didn't come up with our damn selves um, is Superman. Yeah. Now, Superman, um, everyone knows Superman is the first superhero, first comic book superhero, the Mac Daddy. He wears the crown at a cocky angle like my man Biggie himself, R.I.P. Uh, however, Superman was a derivative of himself. They, uh, Siegel and Schuster first came to the table oh, yeah, 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 with a Superman villain. that was a bad guy, Ubermanch, right? He was the bad guy. He was actually bald. It wasn't Lex Luthor who was bald. It was uh, this German Superman, and obviously that played on fears, and there was an evolution there. But even, even prior to that, um, there have been these superman type characters like you know smarter than the average bear stronger than this one or that one 
These characters are not brand new. Superman owes a lot to another character that I'm very much into, John Carter from Mars. Oh, absolutely. So what John Carter could do on the planet Mars, specifically because he was an Earthman, that translation is almost literal yeah. to what Kal-El is doing on Earth as a Kryptonian. All the same justifications are there. Now, granted, a lot of the details, they change up. John Carter is not dressed up like a circus snow, uh, strongman. He is not uh, allergic to kryptonite. He doesn't have a cape. He wears his underwear under his loincloth. Like, like a chump. Yeah, well, you know, the loincloth is a look. You got to give him that. Um, yeah. So, so again, all these characters, I, I challenge anyone out there, if they have a character or a group of characters that they love, 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 I don't care if it's Game of Thrones, anything Shakespeare. I don't care if it's the X-Men, fucking Doom Patrol. Like, shut, wake up, take your glasses off, rub your eyes, and, and come to the party because they all have inspirations. They all have uh, origins. There's that. I think that's one of my favorite things about literature, uh, literature, though, or like archetypes there's something about building on top of a foundation if i didn't love dc and marvel and image and valiant i would have never thought US i us come i would have never taken specifically invincible well actually this will be a twice removed thing because dc led me to marvel marvel at times sent me back to dc but then they both sent me to image which led me to valiant which allowed me when I sat down and someone was like, this book is called Invincible. Oh. It's like if Superman had a kid, because that's really what the first issue is. And I sat down and hundreds but of But he issues, also has a Spider-Man Peter Parker sense. He does have that. The, exactly right. right. But when I had that particular formula of this remix of universes that I, again, it was handed to me as Superman has a kid. And then I read it and I was like, well, this guy's like Logan. This chick's like Jean Grey. This dude's like this. That There's something about having that foundation to build off of yeah. that makes that such an incredible read. And when you and I, years ago now, sat down and talked about this project, it wasn't so much that like, oh, these other guys did it, we can do it too. It wasn't, oh, these characters we like, we need a such and such type. It more was, hey, I love this thing. What's my response to this thing I love? You don't get Ninja Turtles if Daredevil isn't loved by the creators. Oh, in true. some extent, even if the extent was a little bit snarky, maybe if it was making fun of how violent it is, there are things that, that specifically one of the things I love about some of the released art is you see little pieces of soul in each character. Sometimes it's very literal. The Disney movie? A, a badass cop who doesn't need powers, but he's going to take down fucking powered and mystics and other humans that are breaking. Like if you meet our cousin, you're going to be like, well, I think I have a rough idea of where this came from. But also, you're going to see exactly the things I do love about a Daredevil type or a Spider-Man type or an Invincible type. You're going to see, if we've referenced it on this podcast, be it Power Rangers, Zorro, well, yeah, it, Ghostbusters. It informs, it informs every decision that you make. It informs every 
uh, creation, every stroke on the pen uh, of the pen on paper, um, every word that we write, like, you know, it's a collection of, of um, inspirations that are out there. But this is my point, Charlie, even the one, even when you think you like you, you, you've boiled it down to its, you know, when you think you gotten down to like the, the, uh, the nucleus and like, all right, this is what we're all composed of. This is it. These are the building blocks. And then someone comes along and shatters that. And you're like, oh, quarks, mother sucker. It gets smaller than that. You're like, oh, no, damn you, quantum physics. Damn you. Now we've got to do another Ant-Man movie. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so even something like if you throw back to like uh, something that we think of as like already kind of pulpish uh, that we that we saw a, a relatively modern iteration of, but hang on to its own pulp roots, Rocketeer. Fuck right, yes. so I would say like, well, Rocketeer. Okay, so the uh, things like Iron Man lead a lot, uh, owe a lot to Rocketeer, or you know, all these all these different characters that are out there. Yeah, except that fucking Rocketeer owns a shitload to the uh, radar men from the moon, right? Because there was, um, you know, uh, and and they themselves are inspired by Buck Rogers. So you know, sometimes when you're clicking through the channels in the middle of the night because you can't sleep because your anxiety is through the roof. And you see some shit that looks like, is that, is that Rocketeer? No, this is like a, a 1940-something movie serial. Like, what the hell? No, that this is what happens. Look, we love these characters. Now, here's the thing. They are all drawn larger than life. They're all cut up. They got 2% body fat, the men and the women, and everything in between. So, yeah, you know that they're going to be ooh, ooh, reproducing, son. That's what great characters do. Yeah. They inspire more, more great characters. And ultimately, what you end up with is this. You end up with conversations and reminiscings and, and member wins. And, uh, you know, that, that that's the path that this thought has had me gone, going down. Every character that I could point to and say, I love this character. Ultimately, there is an inspiration for that character. And that character in and of itself has another inspiration before that one. It's awesome. It's, it's, it is awesome. And even when I think a lot of times the, the conversation, the, the version of this conversation that irks me is when people were talking about Mandalorian and they're like, at what point is homage just stealing? With the idea being that if you borrow enough from a spaghetti western, it doesn't matter if you're set in space. You're just a knockoff, and I call shenanigans. Yeah, you only nonsense. get called a you only. It's only becomes a knockoff, John, when it's bad. If it's good, if it builds upon itself, well, not... you just actually you just answered your own question. You know, before the sentence was finished. Thank goodness. Uh, was that <laughs> was that what it builds upon? Right, so if you're just like, it's not a photocopy. It's the yes end it's of an, it all. It's an inspiration. Uh, it's an, it's an inspired by, right? So like, oh, snappy, nappy dugout. Very nice. I'm yeah, gonna get sit that. here. Get bleeding blood, away get that blood out your face uh, ladies and gentlemen not whoo! only are you welcome for that amazing content that we just delivered you're also welcome because at the end of this you're gonna hit you're gonna get to hear 
an amazing song drop. And it's going to be from one of my favorite bands. And that band, of course, is Bad Mary. You can find them on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram. They're at Bad Mary Band. You can go to their website, badmary.com. You can support them financially via Patreon on patreon.com forward slash badmary. And the best part is you heard at the beginning of the show a little taste of one of their songs. You're going to hear at the end of the show an entire song my gift to you beautiful people watching or listening john has something to do with it but it's mostly me it's john throws on the bow i wrap it up nice and hand deliver to you fresh the best part though is because listening to one song from bad mary is never enough you need it in your workout playlist you need it to get through these hard times and the good times and even the loving times and you can pick up any music streaming service you type in bad mary and boom they're there on all those services so just throw money at their feet check out their live streams on facebook follow them on patreon give them money they're awesome and thank you bad mary for your continued support of this little show damn straight and if you if that wasn't enough our other sponsor you can find right here on facebook gaming it is sergeant finesse he does two streams a day he does outstanding gaming content he throws supporter games he does giveaways contests just don't be a sucker do yourself and all of us a favor don't be a sucker um check him out today throw him a like a follow consider becoming a supporter if you need to pick me up do like me and follow the white rabbit over to sneakenergy.com use code sgt at checkout if you're looking for some ooh, fresh new gear go to geeksunleash.com use code sarge there because when the sarge is on deck yes salute gg son that is correct. Thank you to <laughs> and I'm leading away. Thank you to all of our amazing sponsors. John, sponsorships is out of the way. Put down your rapier. <laughs> I will not on guard. I am in a different state, damn you. No, you're no fun. <laughs> Start my time, sucker. <laughs> Is that the new time sound effect? Yeah. Because it Over was here in Jersey. That's what it, it sounds was like. terrible. Keep but talking. it is this is your time. But it is still way better than what I want to talk about today. Oh, now no. it's common knowledge that what's old is new again. And in that regard, I get excited. If you tell me there's a new, there's gonna be a Buck Rogers movie potentially starring George Clooney, I go, oh baby, I want that. Let's me do too. it. I know his weird Disney movie, no one watched, including me. Let's try it again. Let's wind oh, it back. How dare again. you call it weird? You son of a bitch. <laughs> you are part of the problem. That's true. You are not part of the solution. Yeah, also true, but throw a ray gun and a fin on his hat and a jetpack. Let's do it. I love nothing more than more of the stuff I love or more stuff. Like we were just talking about all this stuff that got created because someone loved something enough to pay it tribute and be inspired by it. But sometimes for every AEW, which has to nod its cap to WWE and their distribution system for every Superman that came out from these other pulp strongmen for every daredevil and, and Ninja turtle combo that we get. Sometimes someone dusts off an old idea that sucked conceptually 
it sucked in execution and it'll still and always suck and i challenge them to prove me wrong hey john it's a lot of sucking going on how do you, none of the fun type how do you feel about clones clones clone i'm gonna give you 10 seconds to get up and get the hell out of there because if i get there before while you're still there there's gonna be a problem you know how i feel against clones man what about sagas sagas are good star wars is a saga charlie if you tell me that there's a new clone saga coming there up, is a new clone saga with stupid miles morales because you stole all sorts of stuff from miles for these movies that admittedly i freaking love and now you're gonna ruin the pages of the miles morales comic book which finally after years of frankly being oh that's right miles is getting his own clone saga and not only that john on the cover of the first issue of this new exciting marvel saga the the clones john they're clones but they're like they're different one's big and one has six little arms and one's tiny and fuck you marvel for every inch you give me for every beautiful prize what are they what in the fuck what could you possibly have to gain charlie i have to say reigniting this saga truly it almost feels like it feels like they're coming at you, and I, I don't. I, I don't mean that to try to be funny, because clearly not. Um, no fun is had here today. It's not. It's like they're trying to be funny. They know how largely hated the Clone Saga was. Well, it's, it's not a secret. Then, like, oh, there's a few people that like it. The people that drew it and the dum dum that that thought it up sitting on the toilet. That's like four people. Nobody loves it. Clone it's Saga terrible. was so botched. Arguably, oh, oh. arguably, you could say on. And here's my opinion, because I truly don't remember. 105 episodes later, I'm not sure how much we've talked about this before. The Clone Saga clones suck. The well, we've definitely mentioned how clones suck. Oh, okay. Except for Clone High, that cartoon ruled. <laughs> It did. It was fucking awesome. Um, look it up on YouTube. I think they're on YouTube. The Clone Saga had an opportunity to, at bare minimum, be ballsy. Because the Spider-Man Clone Saga, for those of you who are uninitiated, it turned out that, like, in the 70s or something, Peter Parker had, like, blood taken from him. And at the time, Gwen Stacy wound up with, like, a clone. That this like creep kept in like a closet. Yeah. Years he cloned years... her because he loved her. Correct. And for some reason he made one of Peter also. It was like their their biology teacher. Exactly correct. It was some campy, awesome story right. that admittedly in just the a, moment... just a fun, lighthearted teacher's in love with a student. <laughs> I'm gonna clone her and do God knows what with her. Yeah. Type of fluff piece. Yeah, you, know, a, you know, something for light. That... For the time, it was fun. For the kids. So so then in the 90s, I think it was the 90s, uh, in the 90s, they decide like, oh, shit, what if this Peter, wrong Peter, conceptually, especially considering so much time had passed, I think as a concept, that's dope. If 
you're gonna have the the sack to actually be like and they did for a little bit they were like uh the peter you've been following for almost 20 years nah not the real peter parker this guy ben real peter parker look at his cool fingers on his costume ben riley can take a walk now I think I happen to think the Scarlet Spider-Man costume is one of the coolest. Terrible! All right, first of all, it's you cut off the sleeves on a hoodie. You're so cool. And a Jack Lane. Nah, bro, it's like the leather bracelets and he had little uh, anklets. So just cool. terrible. <laughs> My problem is that they never committed to this at best questionable story. Now, I just said something that I think is very important to this kind of news break. The cool thing, or the coolest thing about this saga, which I hate in the Clone Saga. It's all terrible. Is like you could have done the like, ha the wrong guy. The wrong guy. The guy you love. John, Miles Morales has been around for a cup of coffee. And I love Miles. Now, it took, and I, and I again, don't let me yuck your yum. If you have loved no, Miles Morales, yuck. if you've loved Miles Morales since day one, God bless. It took Into the Spider-Verse modifying that story to get it to a place that really, really worked for me. So now Miles, in my mind and in my money that I'm trying to give this character, the best things about him were re-engineered for Into the Spider-Verse. By throwing him into a clone saga, when the character has not been around long enough, if you tell me the big twist is that this Miles, because it was like eight months ago, there was a story where he was in a lab and his blood was being taken. So like there is something in the story that could lead to this. But if you're telling me that an eight month ago switcheroo happened, I don't give a shit. Well, yeah, there's the not enough The character's not to, old enough. It doesn't have time to, to percolate. First and first, mostly Set you also have now. you have a, a character that kind of largely exists outside of the sphere of you know culture, right? Because most people, the majority of people, and understandably and and arguably, rightfully so, like who's Spider Man? Peter Parker. That's it. That's not Spider Ham. It's not Ben Riley, and it's certainly not Miles Morales. Now, the other issue that, not the, not the issue that I have with Spider-Man, but where this really runs into a, an issue, uh, a problem, uh, and is <laughs> issue, actually... pun intended. This, the, this hap the, the original Clone Saga happened when I was, like, my senior year of high school, and I was a, a unabashed, unapologetic comic book head, and, and this was an event. I'll give them that. If this was one of those, this wasn't like it's an, the ongoing adventures of where if you miss a month, you could easily pick up where you left off. You didn't necessarily have to catch every issue every month and for, for fear of being lost. That was not the case with the Clone Saga. You had to go through multiple titles to follow along with what was ha happening, a lot like Secret Wars that predated it, right? So that that's where I was. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to know. And there was a certain gullibility at the time. You know, here I am a fresh-faced 17-year-old. My comic books are great. I don't care if people, if everyone doesn't get it. I don't need that vindication. And I very much still feel the same way. But when something is dumb, Charlie, 
I don't believe in throwing uh, good money after bad. We went down that path. The reason why I was like, no, I'm going to see this through to the end. Um, you know, there's there's no book written. Uh, there's no bad enough book that doesn't have something good in it, right? Hemingway said that. And he's right. He wasn't talking about comic books, but he may as well have been. And I was like, I if I see this through, I saw the writing on the wall. I am not going to love this. <laughs> but I'm going to see it through to the end because I'm too far down the proverbial rabbit hole at this point. And, and, and I was right at the time because as shitty as the original clone saga was, it accomplished certain things. Firstly, it got fucking rid of Ben, right? I was like, Oh, you know, our bad. We were just kidding about those test results. So we faked them. He's dead now. Oh, Go about your a, business. What a finook move. Like but what a chump move. It, did however do one thing that i very much cared about and for me the finger colors no but that's a close second uh they brought back norman osborne yes they gave us back the original green goblin which again for me was worth the price of admission of those admittedly much cheaper cover prices now who were they giving me back right who does miles morales have in his roster, who has who who has he affected in his brief run that either has gone off the page or gone out of existence or escaped our mind's eye that they're going to bring back to the front? The Nobody. All imagine, they can do is eliminate people now. I, and I have to be honest: if they do, I, and, and I have to fully Damn admit, going to make me all salty. As, as much as I love Miles. Sometimes his book isn't my favorite, so it's not. I haven't Spider-Man as a character. I've discussed this before. There's aspects of Spider-Man that really just don't work for me. They just don't. I've I've said it before. Peter Parker is a bully. The fact that he's bullying bad oh, guys you? with deformities is it? But is I'm it not, like I don't a... want to read stories about me. I'm miserable. I'm the worst. I'm the worst, man. That's why any fake version of me is like a way better version oh, of like, me. This guy's a fucking. This guy's a, the shit. Yeah. Oh, like, no, oh, I, me. Oh my god. I, I wouldn't watch my show at. I I get our low ratings at times. Um, I'd watch I the like, first I, half with I you. I will make my out. merch, but I'm not gonna wear my merch. <laughs> this is the exception to the rule, and it's only on the show. Has Russ, and wrestling taught you nothing? You have to wear your own merch, man. Yeah, man. Well, that's again this care. This Reaper is loosely based on me. He's just better in every way, and he has massive problems when you get to read about this character. But my my point is, the only character I could think of is Miles' uncle, who was Prowler, dies in the comic. Not similarly to how he sacrifices himself and into the spider-verse because once again into the spider-verse is so much better than everything from the first few years of miles morales but if you brought back prowler from the comics they didn't write him as well as prowler from the movie yeah you would have to not just bring him back but you'd have to like you'd have to pump him full of creative steroids and make him a better character the last thing that version of prowler said to miles was like eat shit and die there's no beautiful send-off that's what you said to me after christmas and i meant it i meant it so so much honestly uh, this topic doesn't have doesn't have eight spider legs it's really just me needing to vent out 
because how can anyone uh, you know i under like carnage carnage he's a great example everyone and their sister has a effing symbiote now right and that's how i'm pronouncing it because a bomb piece said it in a movie and that's how i'll pronounce it everyone has a symbiote yep, Daredevil's all nasally though yeah like you don't deserve to be dating chris evans and yeah. go I can't. I I'm not oh, that come on, man. I'm not that talented. I'd have to like pinch my Charlie's nose. Got, Charlie is performance anxiety. <laughs> I'm telling you, this version of me I don't like. Um but my my point is there's there, there's almost nothing to gain. This isn't like trying to recreate the magic of maximum carnage. I get why people push symbiotes i get why they've redone armor war and secret war and ultron this one leave on the fucking shelf well you I know don't i have to be another reminded. one for you i gotta i have what's worse than a two-time loser a right you you are you're coming up through the ranks oh it's the 80s so everybody feels like they're supposed to be the king of the world so you're coming up you're you're a strong individual you eat your Wheaties, you train right, you get up early, you run, and you earn a title shot against the king, Iron Mike Tyson. You get in the ring and your music is playing, and you're like, oh, what's up, Iron Mike? You're going to – oh, and you're down, and you're down, and you are laid out. And like, oh, well, you know, you, the the, the uh, second-place money is still pretty good. What are you going to do with that money? And you say – you pick up your teeth, slap them back in your head, and say – this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to train twice as hard. I'm going to go back to the gym. I'm going to eat twice as many goodies. Take double the vitamins. I'm going to work like you never seen me work before. And you're out there like Little Mac and the music is playing. And you're chasing the guy on the bicycle. And the little 8-bit uh, background is passing behind you. And the Statue <laughs> of Liberty keeps going past, keeps going past. And you go back and you have a, a rematch with the with Iron Mike. And you get back in there. And you're like, oh, Iron Mike's going to be different this time. Oh, and now he's puts you not to the ground, but through the ropes, through the ropes. You would think at that point, Hang it say, up. you know what? Let me put my teeth back in. You know what, Mike? That was a good fight, but I'm going to go ahead and call it a career. Best of luck to you. Right? So that would make sense. Yeah. That's logical. You know what doesn't make sense, Charlie? Because what I was just describing to you was the first Superman red, Superman blue story that we got back in the golden days. Oof. Right? And the rematch version that I told you about was the also ill-advised, ill-advised, and I'm not talking about LL Cool J ill. I'm talking about <laughs> ill like laying in a hospital bed and you ain't coming home type of ill. Honey, can you bring me some fresh socks? And Honey says... I talked to your doctors. You're not going to need fresh socks, sir. That's the type of ill that I'm talking about, okay? Right? They're, those are one and two. Charlie, what kind of a dum-dum goes back for another round with Iron Mike to put knuckles to chin Superman Red and Superman Blue? At some point, don't you have to learn... Granted, Spider-Man, for all intents and purposes, granted, it's a different name, different costume, different area code. Same mistake. Yeah. What do you hope to achieve by making the same errors that the prior Spider-Man made 
God only knows how stupid of an idea that is. How do you have to double down and say, nope, I'm all in again? And, and unless for a third Superman red, Superman blue, are you? Wait, no, oh, they're really doing you? that? Holly. What is, is he going to be a rock, rock now? Balboa the electric shit was not fight Apollo a third time. And he never fought. Oh, I thought you were kidding. Why are they again. doing this to us? Charlie, they, they clearly hate us. They clearly hate us. That's actually the Snyder cut. Because it's just this two, like the, the second Henry Cavill is just even more poorly animated than removing his mustache. God damn it. I don't I don't understand. I don't it doesn't make understand. it doesn't make any sense why they go back to the well also, over and over and over also, again. All you're gonna do is get accusations of not having zero originality. When you go back to a good idea. It's paying tribute. When you go back to a bad idea, it's you are creatively bankrupt. Stupid. That's the, that's the bottom line. You're a dummy, dummy. And what, what drives me insane. Strong words from a strong man. What drives me insane is like you could do a similar story. This idea of like a bunch of people that look like Miles are ruining his life. That could just be in the Spider-Man costume. And it would make a lot more sense if you like were able to give people similar powers to Miles or spider powers out on the loose. You could have new interesting costumes, new interesting villains. You're telling me they did a clone of Miles miles but he's big and a clone of miles but he has six arms that's fucking dumb it's a dumb idea and maybe i'm gonna eat a shoe because maybe there's someone in that creative team that's just such a genius they see some potential in it that i couldn't even fathom but i call shenanigans i think it's impossible That was me blowing my top. That's the exact sound it made. It sounded like a New York Rangers goal. And my head went, no! Just. Now you have to go back to the locker room and fist fight your goalie because that's what the Rangers do. That's true. And you know what? I stand by him because that's what I do. Well, For now you get cut too. For my brother, the CEO of U.S. Comics. I, of course, am the CEO of U.S. Comics. You can find us on all social media at U.S. Comics HQ. You can go to our website, uscomicshq.com. You can visit our sponsors if you need their info again. Wind it back. Rewatch this episode. Yeah, give us another listen. Exactly. If you're looking at our beautiful faces, you must be watching us on YouTube or Facebook. If you're hearing our beautiful voices exclusively, you must be listening to it on any podcast service. If you are a follower of this page and you set your alerts to our videos, still go over to iTunes, still go over to Spotify, still go over to your favorite podcast delivery system and make sure you subscribe, you follow. It helps the algorithm. Make sure you drop a comment. Make sure you share to a friend. All this stuff helps us to keep the fires stoked. You know what? I'll start it easy. Come back next week and choose one other thing that I just listed. That's all I need for you. Uh, but my brother, we've come to the point in the show where we must say a goodbye. And how, how, my friend? How There's really do? only one way, but it has multiple steps. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary in. 
open up the windows wide and scream out into the night. Save me, space girl. We out.